You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. All right, everybody. Man, you know, I was in a good mood, had my bulletproof coffee, hyped up, got plenty of energy, and I go to uh, just check the headlines to see what's going on, and as I'm saying this, there's another shootout in Philadelphia this time. You know, we just had shootouts all over the country, garlic festivals, you know, uh, El Paso at the Target, um, in Dayton, Ohio at a nightclub, you know, so now, now we're shooting up, uh, about six officers have been shot. It's just, uh, hang on. Police incident, obviously they were, uh, up here, it doesn't, it's, it, we don't know whether they were uh, there to serve a search warrant, whether they're there to try to do a uh, drug buy, uh, but it appears this situation, uh, basically went out of control, spiraled out of obviously. control very, very quickly. And now we have six police officers who've been shot at this point. It appears these are non-life threatening injuries. Police are wearing a lot of armor. People, n- none of the officers there that we can see, uh, are unprotected, but obviously you can tell, uh, given the, 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 the depth and the, the, the broad, the, broad the, the breadth of the situation. Uh, now you have the federal agencies that are responding to this scene. The FBI, the ATF are all trying to try to see what they can do to help this situation. You can't have someone inside a home in a residential neighborhood firing on police officers for, again, for, you know, over an hour. So, I mean, I guess um, details will, will keep coming at us. Maybe by the time I'm done talking here today on this podcast... Uh, one gunman kill, uh, didn't kill anybody yet, but shot six police officers and I guess two more are trapped inside the house. That's, uh, yeah, shitty, man. It's getting, it's getting fucking old, man. And it's, <laughs> we have, we have a society now that's desensitized to gun violence. Think about that for a second. When I was a kid. I watched G.I. Joe and the Transformers and, you know, all of these war movies and stuff like that. And uh, we didn't really have video games back then, uh, like violent video games. But we had, you know, combat with two little tanks on Atari 2600. You know, we, we played Army and Cowboys and stuff out in the schoolyard. And never once did I or any of the people that I knew you know, I dressed up for an, as an army guy one time for Halloween, and my stepdad at the time sent me out with a real, a real twenty-two gauge shotgun or a twenty-two rifle, a real one, not loaded, of course. I mean, completely unloaded. But I needed a weapon. I guess it was too late to go out and buy one because I was an army guy. And uh, yeah, I'm walking around <laughs> trick or treating with a real rifle, and nobody thought even thought. Twice about it, especially us. We didn't, nothing happened, obviously, because I'm not a psychopath. And I wasn't back then, and I don't plan on ever being a psychopath. And I don't plan on letting my kid ever be a psychopath, you know? The, the, here's the thing about the, the, the gun violence. Here's the thing about gun regulations. You, you know how you fix it? You don't. Do you know what the right answer is? There is no right answer. 
Anyways, I, this is the section where I'm supposed to say, Hi, welcome to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. I'm Brandon Bishop. But it's just fucking old, man. I'm, I'm so tired of it. And I say that there's no right answer. And I say you can't fix it because there is no right answer. And no, you can't fix it. We're a society that's it's been buried in war culture since the 1920s, probably. Probably before, actually, we were founded on war culture. Ever since Lexington and Concord, when those first shots are fired over there at the British, and then the Revolutionary War broke out. War, war, war. We love war, don't we? We loved it back then, we loved it ever since, and we love it right now. And if we don't have somebody else to fight, we're going to fight ourselves. Because we're all being divided into these little manageable factions of people and demographic. It's man versus woman with equal pay. It's gay versus straight with Christian ideals and, and the sanctity of marriage. It's black versus white. And uh, for some fucking reason, you're all stupid enough to fall for all these things. And I say you, and I say I'm included in that. In the 80s and 90s, man, it was, you know, we didn't know any better. Being gay wasn't popular and accepted back then, so of course we all said gay jokes. Watch Eddie Murphy's Raw, the stand-up routine uh, that's probably on Netflix or something right now. Watch that. That was the 80s right there, making fun of everybody. But now it's not even funny. Now it's just straight up hatred for everybody. You know, I mean, I live in Colorado Springs. It's a predominantly white city. But I grew up in downtown Detroit, as if you listen to this podcast, you already know that. Where I was the minority. I know, like, Colorado Springs only has, like, 5% black population, whatever. Doesn't bother me. Don't care. I don't think about stuff like that, and neither should you. And when I was in Detroit and I was the minority, I didn't think about that either. It didn't make a difference, and it shouldn't make a difference. When we're born, none of us are racist. None of us care about anything but this living. I'm hungry. I shit my pants. I'm cranky. I want attention. And then something happens. I don't know if, if, it, if it is media. I don't know if it is now social media, which we're going to be talking about later in the meat of this uh, podcast, I, I don't know what, what happens to us where we all get divided and we all allow ourselves to be separated into these smaller manageable groups. It happens, obviously. It, it could be football teams, hockey teams. You know, I mean, I'm not, a foot, I'm not really a sports fan anymore. I don't really have that kind of time to invest into it. But if I had a choice, I'd love for the Detroit Lions to win the Super Bowl for once before I die, maybe. Hey, you used to have a shirt that says, give me one before I die. And it was like the Lions logo and a Super Bowl trophy. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, we get divided about that. Think about, like, tribe mentality. You know, before civilization, even now in less civilized areas, where we all needed each other to survive. One person did this, the other person did that. We all come together for the greater good of the tribe. There's too many people in the tribe now. That's the problem. There's too many of us. 
We only care about ourselves. And we're stupidly brainwashed by media and just even entertainment. And there's people that own that, you know, this is not a conspiracy theory. Okay. I'm not one of those people. If I don't know exactly what happened or seen it with my own eyes or have proof, then I'm going to say, I don't know. And neither do you because you don't. But I do know that there are people that own this planet. Why do you think there's no more major wars right now? Because we've learned to take our nation's economy with economic jackals and disrupt different nations like Libya, like Venezuela, or pretty soon, I think. Like just all these different countries Iraq, Afghanistan. Hello. Started with Japan. Think about that one for a second. Not to mention Germany. I'm so professional. I have uh, left my ringer on. If I do that, the entire show will be bleep, 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 bleep. Anyway, um, yeah, people own this planet. They definitely own this nation, every inch of it. And, you know, if they had, if they were overseeing a, a tribe of all of us, you and me and everybody else listening, all of us working for the greater good of us, they can't manage that. They can't remain in control of that. Are you kidding me? No. They need to divide us by color, by race, by religion, by sexual preference, by gender, by age, by wealth, income. They need to separate us by all of these different things. The next thing you know, instead of one big, strong piece of cake, you have a bunch of fucking crumbles everywhere. And that's what we are. We're a crumbled society, and it's sad. Anyway... (laughs) What was I even talking about, man? Um, <laughs> I was talking about gun control. Yeah, I got way sidebarred on that one. But uh, it's the truth, man. Maybe that should have been the meat of today. But maybe we can incorporate a little bit of this segregation into the social media aspect and the whole realm of social media and how that divides us as well. Because it does. It brings us together like never before. But it brings us together only to divide us even farther. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit in the meat of the section uh, the meat section of the podcast. And this, like I said, this is supposed to be just the intro where I'm just saying, hi, everybody, welcome to, welcome to my show, and here we go again. Okay. Um, <laughs> so there's people being shot in Philadelphia. <sighs> and here's the thing, though. There's 350 million people which is an unfathomable number to imagine all of us in one place. 350 million people in this country alone, from Africa to Hawaii to Puerto Rico to Washington, D.C., to Maine, down to San Diego to Seattle, down to the uh, Everglades in Florida. Are the Everglades in Florida? Or the Keys in Florida, whatever. In that big lot of land, 350 million of us, and I am shocked that it doesn't happen more often. And I got a feeling as guns are more accessible and as hatred rises and division deepens, it's going to happen more and more and more. Now, why the fuck are people shooting up schools? I'll never have a fucking idea. Why people go into a target and start blasting people away? No fucking idea. You could say it's mental illness. You can just say, hey, these kids see it on TV all the time. Wow. Wow. I could go down in the history books 
as somebody who just slaughtered all these people. This is amazing. They're going to talk about me on all the news networks for weeks and weeks and weeks, 24-7 a day. You know what? The, the media is making fucking celebrities out of these people, and it's been going on for decades. For every single ounce of disgust that the rest of the country shows towards these people. There's a small faction that idolizes these people. There's people out there wearing Marilyn, uh, not Marilyn Manson, <laughs> Charlie Manson t-shirts. There's people, I saw a guy wearing a John Wayne Gacy t-shirt one time and he slaughtered kids and he's going to sit there and wear his face on there. Fuck you. Piece of shit. If you do anything to celebritize John Wayne Gacy or any of these pieces of garbage, human wastes, then you're a scumbag. You should have been one of their victims as far as I'm concerned. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, I'm a murderer. I support murderers. Yeah, it's... It's just gross, man. It's just gross. Axl Rose had a Charlie Manson shirt on. Yeah, you're real cool, buddy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if maybe one of your, you know, aunts or uncles or maybe your mom or somebody was slaughtered by you know, that whole thing, then uh, I'm sure you'd still be wearing that shirt because it's so cool, isn't it? Maybe one of Sharon Tate's uh, relatives will see that and be like, wow, that guy's amazing. But anyways, these kids are influenced. They're influenced. They want that celebrity because they're never going to get any other form of celebrity. They're, they're fucking worthless. And you shouldn't feel bad for them either. Oh, they're mentally ill. No, they're fucking psychotic. Medication and therapy is not going to fix this. If anything, it'll probably make it worse, especially the medication. Some of these things are brought on by medication, and you can't convince me otherwise. Perfectly fine kids are out there, and then they get, you know, a little distracted in school, and then some mom's worried, and they take into some fucked up pediatrician or doctor, and, and then they're just, oh, take this. I was told that if you take this by some girl with an ink pen that and a business card, then you just kids are going to feel fine. And then I get a bonus for subscribing this shit. You don't think that's what really happens in hospitals? Some cute little uh, guy or girl walks into the doctor's office and with an ink pen and some stationary papers and, uh, and a business card and says, Hey, blah, 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 let's do some business together. Next thing you know, the doctor's subscribing, whatever the fuck's on that ink pen that we can't pronounce. It's got a bunch of X, Y's, and Z's in the title. If there's anything with X's, Y's, and Z's in the title, don't take that shit. And the next thing you know, those kids are popping these pills, and they're like, oh, fuck. And then their brain goes haywire because maybe they're not used to it, or maybe they didn't take the right amount, or maybe it's just a fucked up pill to begin with. The next thing you know, they're out there blasting people away. It's a vicious circle of stupidity. And we as humans should have fixed this decades ago. But no, no, no. We're deeper and deeper and deeper into it. Anyways, I'm getting off my format here. I think I've uh, kind of, I, I guess this is still the intro section. I, you know, I do these sections to keep myself in line so I don't go crazy overboard talking about anything and go into a four-hour freaking podcast, which I'm not going to do today. Nobody wants to hear me talking for four hours. That'll drive you to go kill somebody, probably yourself. Uh, is that rude? I shouldn't have said that. I know. You got to watch what you say, Brandon. Yeah, other people are listening to this. 
You're a business owner. Everything you say reflects on your business. I don't know whose voice that is, but it's true. Maybe it's my inner nagging voice. I'm <laughs> just nagging myself not to be. But here's the thing. It's my fucking podcast. If you don't like it, turn it off right now. I don't give a shit. You're not going to hurt my bottom line. We got plenty of people that listen. If you don't like it, turn it off. It's, that's how easy these things are. If you don't like something, turn it off. But don't ruin it for everybody else. That's called being a dick. Nobody wants you. Nobody likes a dick. I guess I should say that different. I know quite a few. Yeah, quite a few of you that like some dick. Okay, I'll shut the fuck up. Anyways, let's get to the headlines. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. All right, so we've already started with the headlines. Shooting in Philadelphia as we speak, still going on. Six officers down, two trapped inside. And, uh, of course, all the politicians are attaching their name to uh, the concern of it. Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris. When I hear the name K-A-M-A-L-A, I think of Kamala the Ugandan giant. Because I'm a freaking wrestler, baby. I've been watching wrestling since five years old. Did it for years. So when I hear that, it's Kamala not Kamala. The hell's going on with that shit? Um, <laughs> of course, ongoing investigations into the Jeffrey Epstein uh, potential suicide while he was in federal prison. That's uh, let's talk about that for a second. Um, here, here's the thing, my fellow conspiracy theorists. You weren't there. There's no video of it that's been released. I'm sure there's video of it. At least the hallway that goes to this. Here's the thing. If they release a video and nobody is in that hallway, and the video checks out, it's actually you know the right time stamp and everything, and it's not been tampered with, and it could be proven that it hasn't been. Because I, I love a good conspiracy theory. I know, it's gross. Somebody died, even though he was a complete and utter fucking scumbag. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm glad he's dead, but if I had to choose between somebody who's just trying to make a living and a piece of shit sex trafficker who's made half a billion dollars... Uh, doing whatever the fuck he's doing, I'll gladly choose that guy dead over any of us. So fuck him. Enjoy your afterlife that doesn't exist. But anyways, if if it's proved, it, it, none of us were there. It's just like 9-11. It's just like JFK. It's just like, you know, all of these major conspiracies, landing on the moon, all of these things, man. None of us were fucking there, but we love to hear ourselves talk about it. Like I said, I love the documentaries, even the shitty ones that you'll find on like Amazon Prime or something, like just the terrible documentaries. I like all of them. I like the ones that say the Bush family was responsible for the Kennedy's assassinations. And, you know, it's all just food for thought. I mean, most of it's garbage, but none of us were there. None of us have any kind of undeniable proof. You know how I know that? Because if we had undeniable proof, these wouldn't be conspiracy theories anymore. They'd just be conspiracies. So, um, this is just another one. The guy died in his, uh, jail cell or prison cell. We know that we know he was connected with a bunch of people. We don't know if Bill Clinton and Donald Trump were on their fucking 14 year olds or whatever they're accusing them of. We don't know if the Clintons killed them. You don't know that. Yes. It's a possibility. But at the same time, you don't know that. So shut up. Just shut your stupid mouth. All you're doing is attaching yourself to something that's more popular than you. That's it. That's all you're doing. 
You're not helping the situation. You're not fucking Sherlock Holmes with a pipe and a monocle in your eye. And I'm not sure if Sherlock had a monocle, but you're not that guy. You're not a detective. You're not on the case. You're guessing because you have an agenda. If you don't like Hillary Clinton, guess what? She's pretty much gone at this point. Lock her up, man. Lock her up. That's what you fucking sound like. You sound like a dumbass. Look at all the stuff that Trump's been accused of. You know what? I wasn't there for any of that either. But a lot of it has been on record and on video and on tape. As soon as he, the grab your pussy thing, man, as soon as that happened, he should have been disqualified because he's a scumbag. Nobody wants a scumbag for a president. Or maybe you do. Just because he has a little R in front of his name. Ah, just because it wasn't, you know, the black guy or a woman. That's the only reason you're supporting Trump. We got to get a white business guy in there. Yep, that's right. Lock her up. God, you're so... You know, 25% of this country voted in Donald Trump. 26% voted for Hillary. That is 51% of pure dumbass motherfuckers at this point. If you voted for either, I didn't vote. And I know, well, if you don't vote for Hillary, then you, well, that's a different vote. If you don't vote for Hillary, that's a vote for Trump. No, it's not. I would have voted for Bernie Sanders. At least I respect him. Of course, Bill and Hillary are fucking criminals. So is Donald Trump. Don't worry about the little R or the D in front of their name, you dumbass. It has nothing to do with anything. They're all fucking in this shit together. They all talk about each other, and then they have meetings in public together. You've seen it. Yeah, Obama was probably the coolest president we've ever had. But at the same time, what did he really do? Some great things, yeah. Some awful things as well. It's just, and like I said before, they're segregating us. They're separating us. They're dividing us. They're conquering us. What's stronger, a fist or your pinky finger? Punch a wall with your fist. You might leave a hole in the wall, depending on what the wall is made out of, of course, and depending how strong you are. But if you have a nice fist right here and you punch a normal wall, there's a good chance you're going to break that wall and put a hole in it. If you poke it really hard with your pinky finger, you're going to break your pinky finger. Don't do that. What the fuck am I talking about? I'm talking about all of the fingers together making a fist. That's all of us together making a fist. And this is not about fisting. This is not about a porn thing. This is not sexual in any way. In, in, in any way. But if you take it that way, then you're a pervert and we can be friends and we'll talk later about something different. But all of us together form a fist. All of us alone are the pinky finger. We're not going to break shit. We're going to break. But as a fist together, we can knock a motherfucker out. So that's up to you, man. Hopefully down the road now we say in 100 years, because we've come a long way in 100 years. Think about society 100 years ago. Let's go back to 1919. Yeah, if you weren't a rich white man, you pretty much had a shitty go of things. Like the worst possible existence right here in this country. And that's before World War I and World War II and Vietnam and everything that came after. Now, look how far we've come in 100 years. We're all very much equal. 
And I know that's going to get a whole lot of backlash right there. Like from women, from minorities, and from everybody. And I don't like to use the word minorities either because that separates us. You know, it's, you know, maybe I should run for fucking office so I can, I, I got a podcast, yay. You know, I got a wrestling podcast, even lesser of a yay. Somebody needs to go out there and preach unity. Nobody's doing it. Even if you're standing up for a different ethnic group or a different whatever, a sexual preference group, or, or if, if, even if you're the face of those, all you're doing is dividing us. Yes, it is good to have conversation about our differences. It is good to debate with civility. Not argue, debate with civility. I tell this to people on social media all the time. Why are you arguing? Why are you being a piece of shit right now? I'm trying to have a civil debate with you. But you are incapable of doing so. You get so angry, don't you? I'm angry at you for getting angry. And then when I say you, it's not all of you. It's you as a society. I've been guilty of it before, and I grew the fuck up. Society, at this point, with our technological uh, prowess, with our financial abilities, with everything that we have going for us, we need to grow the fuck up. Have I talked about anything yet? I'm just talking about the same shit I was talking about. This is still the headlines. <laughs> I haven't even looked <laughs> at the headlines yet. Anyways, grow the fuck up, America. It's, uh, uh, it's embarrassing at this point. All right, let's just do Andy Dick attacked in New Orleans and police arrest. Who gives a shit? If anybody deserves to be beaten up, it's probably Andy Dick. Um... Of course, I don't mean that entirely. I'm sure he's a somewhat. I liked him in in the army. Now, right? Whatever. Um, let's see what else we got here in the headlines. I'm doing this on my phone, so more Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Oh, that's what we were talking about, wasn't it? Anyways, get back to the point, and we'll end it on that. Um, you don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Shut up. That's all you got to say right there. Oh, here's another one. What is Putin doing? Explosion may have revealed some of Putin's deepest secrets. I don't want to open that can of worm right now. You just go on CNN headlines and look it up. More Trump stuff. More Trump stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, what is this? Masked man's bizarre prank baffles neighbors. There's a video attached to this one. Don't be a commercial. Don't be a commercial. Just just play the damn video. Nope, there's a commercial. Motherfucker. I'm not going to play your commercial because you're not paying me. Shut up. Oh, my God. How long is this commercial? It's like longer than the actual video clip. We need to talk about this here pretty soon because everything is just... Here we go. Okay, there's a guy in a full suit walking up to somebody's porch. I thought my son brought it home but apparently not. They had way too much time on their hands if they had all these TVs and spread them out all over. You know, Somebody all with over a TV on his head. He wants to be known is, as the TV Santa Claus. I, I don't know. He's dropping off old TVs on people's porches that have like the little cameras up there. He has like a jumpsuit on and uh, a television on his head. Style TV, 13 inch. <laughs> this is great. Okay, this cheered me up a lot. 
Oh my god, they have a whole U-Haul full of these old TVs that have been dropped off on people's porches. I guess it's been happening for Maybe over TV a year. Man was, uh, TV man. Uh, he was just ready to strike to, to put a little humor into our lives. Why do people do anything? People are weird. <laughs> you gotta watch that one. Um, anyway, <laughs> TV man dropping off old TVs while dressed as a television on people's porches. Not harming anybody, just a little cleanup afterwards, removing the TV. I want to go do that. I really want to go do that. Who wants to do that with me? Let's have a group of us. Instead of TVs, though, we'll do like uh, uh, oh, sh- goldfish. We'll dress up. We'll find some like fish out- outfits and Halloween. There's got to be a fish costume, and we'll just drop off like little goldfish tanks. Well, you know, if I get rich, and I will get rich here pretty soon. I'm going to be doing shit like this. Trust me. I'm going to be walking around all dressed up as a freaking, like a horse or something or or a cow and just walk into like a burger joint and talk people into buying chicken sandwiches. I don't know. I'm just, my brain is always comes up. I'm going to hire like 10 people to dress like pirates and then 10 people to dress like ninjas. And then on a busy freeway where you can't really stop and slow down and look, I'm just going to have them fighting, like fake fighting, like a big war between pirates and ninjas on the side of the freeway. So people will only get to see it for like maybe three or four seconds. And then they'll just be like, what, what did I just see? Yeah. And then we just like, after 15 minutes, we shut down and go to a different location in case they want to come back and look. And they'll be like, am I crazy? So anyway, cop in Michigan, my home state. Uh, fired <laughs> for oh jeez uh, for having Nazi uh, memorabilia and a KKK Ku Klux Klan application framed on his wall. Oh, and he also killed a black person in two thousand nine. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, well, you really have to know what the case was. I'm not going to stand up for him for being a scumbag whatsoever, but I doubt. I, I hope he didn't like just kill somebody because they're black. That's stupid. But, you know, maybe the guy had a gun pointed at him or something. I don't know the case. I wasn't there again. So, um, but yeah, if he's got all that shit, then here's the thing about our country, though, right? And I know this is going to be looked down upon and, and scrutinized and judged. And, you know, somebody out there who's really, really, really mentally deficient and quite possibly dumb as fuck is going to call me a racist for saying this. But we're allowed to be racist and stupid. Not we as in me, but we as a society, we are allowed to judge people by the color of their skin. We're allowed to judge people by their ethnicities. We're allowed to be in the Ku Klux Klan. We're allowed to be Nazis. Now, is that, uh, should you? (laughs) I, I don't know how you were brought up. Personally, I think you're fucking awful. I think you're stupid and closed-minded and closed-hearted and just, you need to be closed-mouthed. But you're allowed to do all of these horrible fucking gross things around here. And if that's what you really want to put your time and effort into is dividing our nation more, you are absolutely 100% allowed to do so. But we're also allowed to flip you off and call you a fucking dumbass. So it's not really that of a story. The killing, you know, if it it was found out to be a racially motivated killing, more shooting, bang, bang. 
then by all means, put the fucker in jail, cut his head off, and put the rest of his body in an active volcano. Fuck him. And fuck him anyways for being a racist piece of shit because that's just dumb, man. It's 2019, and we're still dealing with issues that you know launched 100 years ago. Still dealing with issues that were really prevalent in the 60s and should have been taken care of by the 80s but weren't. We're still dealing with this shit. And a lot of it is you've got the professional victims out there that just, you know, are. <laughs> here's the thing again that's going to just piss people off. But I don't care. This is my fucking opinion. And apparently my opinion is pretty correct on this. There's a lot of professional victims out there. I don't have what I want in life, so it must be somebody else's fault. No, a lot of you fucked up your own communities. Guess what? Fix that shit or lay in the bed that you fucking messed up. There's a, there's a, there's a metaphor there. Sleep in the, uh, what is it? Oh my goodness. Uh, you made your bed, now sleep in it. Yeah, there you go. Well, you fucked up your bed, now fucking sleep in it. You pissed and shit in your bed, now sleep in it. That's not my fault. I didn't do that. My family didn't do that. None of the people that I know fucked up your community. I got a community to deal with my own. I got my own family. I don't care about your struggle. I don't care about your story. I don't care about your background. I don't care about your family's background. I don't care what happened fucking centuries ago. I don't give a shit. I've got my own fucking problem, my own background, my own family, my own fucking history from centuries ago. And it's not much better than yours. So if you're a professional victim, you need to look in the mirror and say, hey, that guy right there in the mirror, that's my fucking problem. Doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what sexual preference you are. I'm going to go through the list again. Doesn't matter if you're male or female. And I know all of you, all of you that are offended by what I'm saying right now. First of all, you're dumb for being offended for what I'm saying right now. Again, look into yourself. You're the fucking problem. But I know all of you are going to be like, well, you're a white man who's straight. Am I? I don't know what my ancestry is. I have no idea. I really don't. I never met my dad. He was like killed in jail before I was born. And he was a piece of shit, so it's a good thing. My mom doesn't know much about her family. I knew my grandma. I knew my mom, my grandmother, and my son. That is my entire family. My grandma's been passed away. I knew a couple uncles and cousins and stuff like that, but you know. So don't tell me that you've had a harder road than I've had. You don't know what kind of road I had. You don't have any obligation to me to figure it out or care about my struggle. And I have no obligation to care about you or your struggle. Again, I want to get shirts that say this because I think I'd sell. I judge you on your character, your actions, and your skill. If your character's fucked up, your actions are shit, and your skill is null and void, then you are worthless to me. I don't care if you're white, green, purple, black, orange, whatever. doesn't make a difference to me. Character, action, skill. Let's get to the meat. Give me the meat! Give me the meat! How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat? Today's meet is brought to you by Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, and every other way that has brought us together through technology. Social media. 
Yes, we all have it, don't we? Especially people like me who are, you know, entertainers and low, low, low level celebrity types. We all have to promote ourselves out there. Otherwise, I truly believe instead of 5,000 Facebook friends on my personal account, I would have seven. (laughs) And that would just be to store and save pictures and show my immediate friends and family and people I actually do like, which is about seven people. Um, But I can't. I've got a Psy TV. I've got a Psy Paranormal. I've got the Colorado Springs channel, which is coming out pretty soon. I've got Billy Fred Wapagagos, which is me and my son's book. I've got uh, the Asai Podcast, which which you're listening to right now. I've got all of these different things that I have to promote and stick into your face. We got these monthly charity events. By the way, the Chocolate and Cheese Expo went fantastic. Very fun night. Eat the Springs is the next one. It's on October 13th if you're here in Colorado Springs. Come on out, support a great cause, and stuff your face. The ultimate celebration of gluttony. Um, But yeah, social media is there for all of that stuff, and that's primarily what I do in it. My son does amazing things all the time. I love sharing it with all of you, especially it's a great way to just put it up there, and my mom and my entire you know circle of friends can see it, and I'm so proud of him. If I do something cool and I'm trying to promote you know, one of our shows on the road or something like that, we have all together about 47 shows between all the networks, so lots of stuff going on. And I like to share all that with you, and I like to promote, just like I'm going to do right now, because Asai TV, A-S-Y TV, is available to you. You've got Netflix, you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Hulu, you've got HBO Go, you've had the WWE Network, you have all of these different streaming networks with all this different programming. Well, guess what? There's one more. It's called Asai TV. It's my baby. Yes, I created it, and I filmed 99% of the stuff on it, and produced it all, and put it out there for you to watch. You can watch it right now at ASYTV.com, ASYTV.com, hundreds of hours of all original commercial-free television just waiting for you. Truly, something for everyone. Are you convinced yet? Go to ASYTV.com. You can also go to ASYParanormal.com for a whole other set of spooky, freaky, creepy stuff. So that's my plug. And even this podcast is available to listen to on social media. So, you know, I'll put the links on Facebook and Instagram and on the websites and all that stuff. You just have to, um, as a business person, you just have to use it. It's free. It's free advertising. And it's better than print. It's better than radio and television now. It's better than billboards. Because I can, with one click, reach thousands of people. And if I put like 30 bucks on there, then I can reach tens of thousands of people. So yeah, that's why I use social media. But then there's the other reason I use social media. To look at girls! Yeah! <laughs> No, that's not really. I'm not that big of a creeper, but some of you are just absolutely beautiful and you post stuff and I'm a guy. I'm sorry. Is that okay? Can I be a guy? Can I be a man in 2019? Can't imagine how rough it's going to be for us white straight men in 2027 or something like that. It's going to be just brutal. But no, I don't apologize at all for being a straight white man. I'm sorry if that offends anybody. 
but I don't. It's, it's okay to be a straight white man. It's okay to be a gay black woman. It's okay to be a transsexual Mexican. It, it's okay to be whatever the fuck you want to be. Whatever you were born with, it's fine. It's okay to be from Sri Lanka. It's okay to be from Ghana. It's okay to be from South Korea or North Korea. It's okay to be from Alabama. It's okay to be from Toronto. It's okay to be from wherever the fuck you are from. You can't help what you look like. You can't help where you were born. And a lot of times with generational brain programming, you can't help what you believe in because that's what you've been told to believe in your entire life. <gasps> anyway, um, but yeah, I think I've met. <laughs> I'm desperately trying to flash back here in my brain. I think I've met most, I'd say 90% of the women that I've dated or been in a relationship with over the last, geez, since what, like the early mid-90s, I guess is when like MySpace started coming out and all that stuff. I don't even remember how to meet girls. Girls. I'm 46 years old. I'm meeting girls. Women. I don't even know how to meet women. I don't go out. Like once in a while, I'll, I'll be out filming. Like if I'm, if I'm out and I don't have a camera in my hand and it's not being for some productive purpose, I don't go out. So I don't know how to go to a bar and pick up on a girl. That's not even in my wheelhouse anymore. That's not even in my vocabulary to be able to accomplish anymore. So, you know, once in a while you'll see somebody online and maybe you have something in common. And the next thing you know, you know, you're having dinner or they're at your apartment or you're watching a movie. You're, you know, doing the old blanket trick or something. It's, I, I don't, we've already done, you know, shows about relationships and sex and all that stuff. I don't really care to do that anymore, but you know, I mean, social media has brought like dating into this whole nother realm. It's a whole new ball game. Now you have to have a good online game. Now, a lot of people have a great online game, but when they get into their <laughs> in-person game and they, they're shit, they're just a drizzling freaking diarrhea shit in person. Anybody can be really smart and, and witty and clever and funny online because you got all day to sit there and craft a nice response like hi i'm you're so funny yeah but if you're in person and you're on the spot and you're nervous a lot of you suck now me on on the other hand i'm fantastic at both especially in person i'm just like witty and charming i got a smile that can brighten a room and uh (laughs) of course maybe a few years ago i could have said all that stuff but i'm chubby at this point i don't like it I don't like it at all. But uh, social media has given everybody a platform to say and feature and push whatever agenda they wish. Now, for some, that's an amazing tool. Like, like, like I'll use myself as an example. I was joking about the charming, witty shit, but uh, I, I use my soapbox on social media, which I also now have this podcast, I have TV shows and stuff like that, where I can voice my opinion through a a measure of talent. I'm not going to sit there and say I'm not a talented guy. I know damn well that I'm a talented guy. I don't have to brag about anything. But I can use that talent to portray opinions, to spark debate. But there's some of you that have no talent. There's some of you who are just sheep, 
And you follow whatever you see in the 24-7 mind-cleansing media. You follow what grandpa told you back in the, around the kitchen table. You follow your peer pressure with your friends. You can't be a follower. You have to question everything, whether it's your mom talking to you, whether it's your dad talking to you, whether it's a stranger you meet at the bus stop. You have to question everything, whether you read it in the paper, see it online, question everything, whether it's a trusted news source or some bullshit Breitbart, bullshit Breitbart <laughs> column or whatever it is. You have to question everything. And if you let other people form your opinions, form your beliefs, then you are a follower. You are a sheep. And I know not all of you are, are conditioned or talented enough or smart enough to be leaders. A lot of you have to be followers. Yes, we need people to push the buttons. We need people to pick the apples. We need people to c clean the carpets. And there's nothing wrong with any of those professions whatsoever. But don't also try to be a leader. Because you're not. Now, I'm never going to say you shouldn't voice your opinion. You shouldn't attempt to debate. You shouldn't be a part of the conversation. If everybody got together and, like I said, had a debate with civility as the overall umbrella on the entire thing, then we could get some shit done. We would form that fist. We would punch down the wall. But instead, we're all a bunch of weak little pinky fingers poking at the brick wall and thinking that our, our voices are being heard and thinking that what we have to say matters. A lot of you, what you say just doesn't matter because it's not, like, let's talk about the Jeffrey Epstein thing. I saw a post that said, well, he was definitely murdered. The Clintons had somebody kill him. How the fuck would you know that? You don't. You're just, that's verbal diarrhea, man. That's all that is. You're just out there throwing shit against the wall just to get some likes. Oh, likes are more important than money these days. It's embarrassing. If you don't know something, don't talk about it. Now, if you asked, hey, everybody, what do you think? Maybe the Clintons had something to do with it because, you know, Bill's a horny Bill and he was on the plane 50 some odd times. And ask questions. Don't come off like you know shit because you don't know shit. And then, of course, when you post something like that, you'll get the responses and they're all fighting and just none of you would say any of this shit in person. You're all social media warriors. You're all just Billy keyboard badasses, but you're not. You're not badass at all. You're not even cool. You're not tough. Chances are I can beat most of your asses. And I'm saying that through a microphone that's going into a interface that's going into a giant Mac computer going into a platform and then in through your phone. So I could look at you right now and say, I can beat your ass and I truly believe it. And I'm a coward just for saying that because there's no way that we're going to interact. Now, if I was to say, Hey, let's go to the park on the corner of blah, blah and blah, blah road. And then we'll have a person in person debate, which I have done I want to say hundreds of times and nobody will ever agree to meet me. Not because I'm some big badass wrestler guy. No, because they're chicken shits and they're keyboard warriors and they're only tough online. So, I mean, and if somebody actually said, yes, let's get in person and debate, I would never challenge anybody to a fight. That's pointless. What is, why are we fighting in 2019? What are we fighting about?
What are you going to say that really makes me want to punch you in the jaw? There's not, there's not much that you could possibly say to me that would piss me off. Now, if you fuck with my kid, you fuck with my mom, you fuck with any of my, my personal close friends or my business or anything like that, I will beat your ass until your family doesn't recognize you. And I'll say that to your face in person. Trust me. You don't fuck with that kind of stuff. But if you have a different opinion than me, who gives a shit? Let's sit down, have a cheeseburger and a milkshake, and we'll fucking talk it out. We might even end up good friends. Who knows? But all of you guys have just got to stop talking about shit you know nothing about because you know nothing. Nothing. All these school shootings, all these goddamn stupid mass killings. You don't know anything about it. You don't. You don't know that it was a conspiracy. You don't know that it was a lone gunman that killed Kennedy. You don't know who was on the plane at 9-11, all of the planes. You don't know. Sure, we got what the media gives us, and I take that for a grain of salt. I question everything. I trust some parts of social media more than I trust the 24-7 mind-cleansing media. I do not trust that shit at all. Because it's owned by the same people that own this fucking country. And that is a verifiable fact. That is not me spewing diarrhea. That is the Roger Murdochs and all these people. They own this fucking country. And they own the media that entertains this country with these kind of stories. And I use the word entertain, not inform. So whatever they put on a piece of paper gets shipped out. How many times have you seen like these talk show hosts like uh, John Oliver and uh, even John Stewart and Noah, Trevor Noah and all these guys, they show like local news around the country saying the exact same word tracks, the exact same thing, word for word. They all do it. So obviously somebody's writing that script and sending it out to all the local affiliates. Without a doubt, it's proven. We all know who owns these companies. So again, it's not me just spewing out my ideals or my agenda, because I really have no agenda. My agenda is the truth, just like yours. My agenda is to bring society a little bit closer together so we can form two fists. And if you can make a fist out of both feet, we'll do that too. And we'll kick the shit out of these people that own the country that own the world, that own the media. But no, we're all too lazy for that. We got, you know, the new iPhone coming out. Uh, There's a new season of Orange is the New Black that I've watched already. You know, they they got Glow now. I got to watch that one. Hell's Kitchen's coming out again soon. MasterChef, I haven't even watched it this season. So we've got to do all these little things. We got to go out to the... The the newest restaurant in town and spend some money there. We've got to, uh, you know, bitch about each other on social media. That's that's what we do now. That is our that's America's pastime. Baseball's shit now. Whatever. I'm I'm sure they still sell some tickets and hot dogs, but bitching at each other on social media that is America's new pastime. And how do we fix this? How do we fix this? How is it going to get worse? Are the kids? Like I said, in 100 years' time, I always say that because I'm hoping that in 100 years' time all of this shit's fixed or at least curbed to the point where it's not as just dysfunctional anymore. Do we have to wait that long or can we just say, hey, let's ask each other questions. Let's be nice to each other. Let's be civil. Let's debate. Let's fix this shit and form a fist and shove it up society's ass. This has been your meat. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff.
Okay, I always tell myself I'm not going to get heated up. I'm going to be more positive. Brandon, you need to be more positive. That never happens, does it? <laughs> not sure if I took my blood pressure medication yet today. I think I did. Yeah, I dropped my kid off and I came home. Maybe I didn't. I don't want to take it twice because that'll make me, like, give me a four-hour erection or something, won't it? I don't know. I don't take medication. As soon as my blood pressure comes down, I'm throwing this shit in the trash, never touching another medication as, I, as long as I can. Uh, anyways, product placement, real quick. These businesses are not paying me. They're not sending me free shit to talk about them. No, it's just stuff that I like and I want you to try. Now, I was going to do, because um, for dinner, I'm making honey-smoked salmon. It's I'm doing the Cajun style. It's a It's a... It's a, I don't even know where this company's from. Let me look at the package in my hand here. Mild Cajun style. It's a superfood with high omega-3s, 99% boneless. That's scary. Um, it's fully cooked already. Keep refrigerated or, or at below 40. I don't know. Healthy, delicious. Uh, anyways, you go to honeysmokedfish.com. They'll tell you where you can get it. And it's ready to eat. I like to heat it up a little bit in the Breville uh, convection oven. And it's it's just good. Me and my, my kid loves this stuff. Now I'm gonna say real quick though, the best salmon in the world comes from two different places. One, I had a friend named Brenda, who is a legitimate native in Alaska. You can't say Eskimo anymore. Apparently, that's a racist, offensive term. Uh, thanks for telling us. I had no idea. Uh, that's a story for another time. But anyways, Brenda brought back the salmon jerky, and it was the best. It, it like literally the oils like stuck on your fingers for like a day. It was just unbelievable. It would melt in your mouth and I just, I couldn't get enough of it. I couldn't, I could not get enough of this stuff. It was just like, Oh God, I got to have that. It was orgasmic. It was amazing. And I'll probably never have that again. Cause I don't know where she is. Maybe she's on Facebook friend type of thing, but I have to look her up, but she doesn't even live up there anymore. So maybe I have to go up there. We've been talking about filming a uh, go there, eat that episode up in Alaska on a fishing vessel in one of the native villages and all that stuff, which I can't wait to do. Hopefully I'll be able to do that soon. The other salmon is my mom's husband, Ron. Now it's just absolutely unbelievable what this guy can do with a smoker, a little bit of seasoning and a piece of salmon. It's ridiculous. My son is addicted to Ron's salmon and uh, it, it just doesn't get any better than that. It does not get any better than that. So those are the two best salmon I've ever had. But the, um, the local option <laughs> that you can get from the store is honey smoked salmon. It's fantastic. I like the Cajun one. They got like a black pepper one. They've got uh, the original one. It's a standard piece of salmon, which my kid likes. And my kid just devours salmon. So I always get them these things. And I think I'm going to have one of these for dinner tonight. But I, I, okay, so I guess I did this. I was going to do this. And then I had to tell um, my Echo Dot to turn on the light. So, um, you know, because I got like lights all over the place and I got one of these Echo Dots and I'm not going to say the name that you're supposed to say to make her do stuff because then she'll come on and just talk over me. Uh, but <laughs> I got one of these in every room. I turn on my lights. I play music. I do whatever I, I need to do on these things. Ask it questions and you know, kitchen questions, life questions like all kinds of stuff. I love my Echo Dots. So I'm going to do two product placements today. First of all, honey smoked salmon. I like the Cajun kind. I get it at Safeway here. For some reason, they don't have it at Target. I, haven't, I don't think they have it at Walmart either. But like, you know, the little King Supers, Kroger's, whatever, whatever you have. Uh, Myers probably has it up in the Northeast. But um, yeah, just find it. Go to honey smoked 
Fish.com and uh, find out where they sell it. I love this stuff, and you will love it too if you like salmon. And also, every store, Best Buy, Target, any place has the Amazon Echo Dots. And I've got like the original one, which is like the Generation 1. Then I got like a Generation 2, and I'm about to get one of the big ones with the screen on it and all that stuff. So I love them. And I know people are like, well, they're listening to you. They're watching you. There's a small camera in there, and they're watching you. Uh, That's another conspiracy theory. They're not listening to you unless you say their name. There's no technology. There's never been proven that that's that's a thing. Sometimes they go off for weird reasons. Yes, that happens. Like when I'm watching Monday Night Raw and they say, you know, uh, I'll do it right now. Alexa Bliss. Yep, she just turned on. So, (laughs) but then she turned right back off. She didn't say anything. So she obviously realized I accidentally said her name. Anyway, Alexa, play One-Eyed Buffalo. That's my band. If I'd been the one. 1999, live at Buffalo Chip Campground. Okay, she Georgia, fucked up. South Dakota by 38 Alexa, shut up. Apple Mute. You know, I've done this before. She, I, she put, I put her on the spot and she failed. She always plays my band when I say, hey, play my band's music because it's on iTunes and all that stuff. I'm going to give her one more shot. Alexa, play One-Eyed Buffalo. One-Eyed Buffalo from Apple Music. There we go. You know, one of the hardest parts of my job is to get... Oh, this is a good song. It's a little dated because it's got George Bush on there, and now it's got Obama on there and all that. Anyways, look up Good Morning America from One-Eyed Buffalo on iTunes. You'll love it. Alexa, stop. <laughs> I love these things, so... Go to get one. Just get one. Play with it for a while. It'll play any song that you can possibly think of, either through Apple uh, Apple Music or Amazon Music, which I think I have both on there. So uh, give it a shot. If you're if it creeps you out and you're worried, then, then take it back and just realize that you're a pussy. But uh, yeah, for dinner tonight, honey smoked salmon, and I'm gonna listen to some uh, music on my Echo Dot. That's the product placement. Welcome to the Dungeon of Douches. These people are assholes. Hey, this week's Dungeon of Douche is, is it's a couple people. And I don't want to be one of these bandwagon jumpers and talk about this to death. But the you have in your prison system, in a cell, somebody who not only who just recently tried to commit suicide in Jeffrey Epstein but somebody who may actually have the capabilities to bring down an entire nation as far as its leaders, as far as certain celebrities, as far as former leaders, you could literally destroy Donald Trump and Bill Clinton and you name it. Who knows who else? He was obviously a sex trafficker. This is a true thing. He was obviously, you know, inviting people to partake, so to speak. But who were these people? Maybe, maybe there'll be files revealed or something. But anyways, the, the Dungeon of Douche recipient award for this week has to go to whomever was in charge of that cell block. Now, some instances have come out. You know, he had a a cellmate in there who was this big, muscular ex-cop guy who's scary to death. 
And um, but he took him out, and he was alone in there for a while. Now, again, this is a prison. There are cameras all over that cell block. One of the cameras had to be able to tell whether or not somebody went in there and killed him or nobody went in there in which the suicide is a real thing. Why? This is like something that can be figured out in, what, five minutes? And it hasn't been yet. I've been in jail before. I've been in just, you know, for little traffic stuff and maybe I forgot the, a court date. I've been in jail. It sucks. And there are cameras in the cells. There are cameras everywhere. The only place that there's not cameras that can at least see what you're doing in some, in some frame is when you're taking a shit and he didn't die with his face in the toilet drowned. Apparently he hung himself. So yeah, I mean, I wasn't there. I'm not going to say there was a conspiracy theory. I don't know anything, but if I see a bunch of people in black suits <laughs> walking into a cell in a hallway camera, then yeah, somebody offed his ass and probably with good reason. But if nobody did and the video, like I said earlier, if the video, it hasn't been tainted and it's a legit uh, account of what happened, the guy killed himself. One less scumbag on the earth, you know, good riddance. So anyways, whoever's in charge of that footage, whoever's in charge of that cell block, whoever's in charge, uh, and, and I'm not there, I don't know how it's laid out, I don't know anything. We should all know because you know, you know there's cameras in there, but you know, things are going to come out of this and it's going to be uneasy. Whether, I mean, whether it's just a simple suicide, which I guess is not simple, but have you ever, can you imagine hanging yourself? Now this is a guy who's, you know, a billionaire who's used to a certain level of luxury and life and living. And I can imagine if he, you know, he probably knew he's not getting out anytime soon. He's beaten this rap once before, but it's not going to, he's not getting beat. He's not going to beat it this time. He knows that life is over at least for 20 years. And the guy was like, what, 60 or something, or maybe 50, late fifties. His fucking life is over. So yes, the, the, the motive for hanging yourself in a jail cell is certainly there. But he pissed, he, he has, the, like I said, he's got the capabilities of bringing down some of the most powerful people in the world. So, I mean, if, if, if here's the thing, if, if they want to kill somebody, if they want to kill me for some of the things I've said on this podcast, they're going to do it With, without a doubt, without flinching an eye and without much effort, whether they're in a federal prison or they're sitting here in my office. It's just how it is now. So anyways, welcome to the Dungeon of Douche. You're being chained up by the ankles upside down in a rat-infested, filthy, disgusting, slimy dungeon of douche. That's where you belong for sucking at your job. So welcome to the Dungeon of Douche. Whomever, I don't have names, but whomever. Oh, I did hear that they did falsify their entries that said they checked every 30 minutes. So you're shitty at your job, you're liars, you just uh, let somebody die, whether he's a scumbag or not, whether he was murdered or not, you let somebody die, and uh, F you, and welcome to the Dungeon of Douche. Welcome to the Hall of Respect. These people are awesome. I love them. Okay. I'm very biased on this one because I've been a fan of this man's music since as long as I can remember being a fan of music. Uh, the band was Pink Floyd, 
and its main writer, Roger Waters. But this has nothing to do with his work in Pink Floyd or his subsequent albums uh, that have just blown my mind ever since. Ever since uh, pros and cons of hitchhiking, radio chaos, uh, even the body, uh, amused to death is one of my favorite things on earth to listen to. And even his new one, the Is This the Life uh, You Really Want? Is that what it's called? Fuck, I forgot the title of it, but it's a masterpiece, and it's just released uh, two years ago. Unbelievable stuff, amazing musician, still on the road in his 70s, still looking great, still sounding amazing. He never was much of a strong singer, but he gets the job done, a presence. But this Hall of Respect induction is for his activism work. Roger Waters is not just you know a bass player and a singer. He also is a main... Uh, uh, he he gives money and time and raises awareness for different uh, foundations such as Amnesty International, the Bob Woodruff uh, Foundation in Crisis, uh, Gibson Foundation, the Hoping Foundation, Human Rights Watch, Live Eight, the Robin Hood Foundation, Save the Music Foundation, Tibet House. The guy is nonstop activism, nonstop fundraising. He supported different causes such as uh, adoption, uh, fostering orphans, AIDS and HIV, um, at-risk, disadvantaged youth, children, conservation, creation, creative arts, economic business support, education, environment, health, homelessness, human rights, peace, poverty, refugees, slavery and human trafficking, veteran service and member support. The guy's an unstoppable machine when it comes to this stuff. And he's used his fame and fortune to just change more lives than we even know of people existing. The guy is, and he's still doing that with the backdrop of making music, good music, like amazing music, my favorite stuff on earth type music. So I'm going to keep it simple. If you want to check out more of what Roger Waters, um, the legendary, amazing, perfect human being in my book, Roger Waters. If you want to find out more what he supports and the causes that he's been raising awareness and funds for, just go to rogerwaters.com or just look it up online. You can find a ton of stuff. I know if I did, you can. And if you want to support that stuff as well, I've also joined into a few of those things, but I don't like putting my name on anything. Do it. Do it. Find what fits you best. Let him lead the way and show you what to do, whether you, you know, are sitting in a room with him or just a big fanboy like me. Uh, he's kind of laid a, a, a nice groundwork and that we can all follow. So, uh, yeah, I know you can't save the world. I've said this a million times, but you can save your community around you. You can save your small inner circle. And then all of our circles link and we form a chain. And then next thing you know, we're doing something. We're doing something. So, welcome to the Hall of Respect, Roger Waters. Now, it's time for the happy ending. Well, I don't think I went too long. It's about an hour, maybe a little over an hour. I think I'm pretty proud of myself, and this will be one of those episodes that's going to get people talking. You know, I get a lot of feedback, a lot of you send messages and stuff, and I think, actually, I've got enough comments and uh, questions to do another mailbox episode, which I might even do later this I was going to say later today but probably later this week so uh, look for that and uh, thank you so much for joining me here on the Brandon Bishop podcast my name is Brandon Bishop and if I got a little too heated for you today um, 
thicken your skin a little bit. Jeez, it isn't that bad, okay? I'm trying to bring the world together in my own little tiny way. Join me. Join me. I'm not asking you to follow me. I'm asking you to join me. Listen to what the hell I'm saying here. None of it is, yes, it's abrasive. Yes, it gets heated. Yes, it could be downright stupid at times. But at the same time, the overlying theme is bringing everybody together. Why is that such a bad thing? You know, if it's the only thing that I do in life is just bring a few people together and open their minds, then you know what? I can die a happy man. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>